It's time for News Talk 720 KDWN's Ask the Expert Hour. Have a question? Call now, 702-257-KDWN. That's 702-257-5396. Welcome to Ask the Experts. My name's Brian Black, talking with Brian A. Lowe of Brian A. Lowe & Associates. Good morning, Brian. Good morning, Brian. How are you? I'm doing pretty good. What a beautiful weekend. Oh, it was wonderful. I uh, did a little... uh, Stuff in the yard, fixed a couple of things around the house. Uh, I really couldn't have asked for a nicer time. And honestly, it was a good thing that I did them this weekend because I'm imagining it's not going to get any cooler from now on. Probably start getting warmer. I, I looked up in the mountains, though, to see our snowpack. I just hope that we have that same snowpack up the uh, watershed up through the Colorado uh, area. Yeah, I hope so. <laughs> I hope so. You know, I will tell you, it's they've been predicting 90-plus weather, but it keeps not happening. Uh, have you noticed that? It was supposed to be in the 90s this week, uh, this past week, and then it didn't happen, and maybe we're going to dodge the bullet for a little bit longer. Let's hope so. So uh, we're going to talk today about, uh, of course, estate planning, as we usually do on Ask the Experts with Brian A. Lowe and Associates. And uh, the big story in the news, you can't avoid it. It's um, <clears throat> one of those stories that uh, isn't going to go away for a while is the death of the entertainer Prince. Yes. And, uh, you know, it's it's we've referred to this over the, over the week that we've done this show, the months that we've done this show, of the famous cases of the missing will or the the disputed will or the you know the eccentric millionaire that that did or did not leave a will, nobody knows, and now it's happened. We have a case now that probably everyone will be looking at. So you know, this is um, I don't know, you know, uh, how much do you know about Prince? Very little. So, you know, uh, you know, Prince is, is an iconic figure. He's probably second only to Michael Jackson as an 80s rock pop icon. Uh, he was worth about $300 million estimated. Um, but it's not as simple as that. It's, he doesn't have $300 million in the bank. He's got a record company. He's got a priceless guitar collection. He's got a vault filled with albums that he's made but never released. He was a very eccentric person. He's got the infamous or, or famous or infamous uh, Paisley Park Complex, which is a massive uh, residence slash warehouse slash rehearsal hall slash concert venue in the middle of Minneapolis. And, you know, it's it itself would be worth in the tens of millions of dollars, possibly, you know, uh, it's, it's, it's one of those things. It's only worth what somebody's going to pay for it, but it's probably worth a lot because it belonged to Prince. Think Graceland, for instance, you know, uh, that before it became a tourist attraction, it probably wasn't worth a lot, but now today Elvis's estate is worth more than it ever was. Um, so, you know, the, the case is, you know, it's very fascinating. It's, you do a, uh, a web search for Prince or Prince's estate, you're going to get hundreds of news stories from ABC, from CNN, from from every news source. Source. They just did a hearing in Minneapolis with all the known heirs of the case. What's interesting about this is that, as of right now, there is no will. Okay. And so he died intestate. He died intestate, supposedly, but we are talking about a secretive, eccentric millionaire who, whose private life was very private, who kept a massive vault full of secret stuff that he didn't want people to see, which has still not been opened. Um, and, you know, it's, it, you know, it's Prince. It's, it's, you know, everybody knows that Prince is kind of a crazy guy, you know. So um, he's got one full sister. His only full-blooded heir, plus I believe five 
half-brothers and sisters. And as of right now with this hearing, um, his, his bank has been named the, uh, trust, uh, the trust administrator for his estate in probate. And all of the siblings, all of the known heirs have signed off on this process. They, you know, it's called the Bremer Trust uh, in St. Paul. Now, did uh, he set up a trust during his lifetime? That I don't know because um, the court appointed the Bremer Trust as the special administrator during probate. And all of the alleged heirs, you know, the, the sister and all the half-siblings, have, except for one, have signed off on letting the uh, bank be the administrator of the trust but yeah, and and if that's the case uh, they've they've uh, gone through the first step in getting this administration going and generally it's the heirs that have the first right to appoint someone if prince did not appoint someone himself right. or set it up and trust himself then his heirs those who would would inherit had he if he didn't have a will, they have the ability to nominate someone to to be the administrator. What's interesting about this case to me is that Prince, um, and of course every news story about Prince has been republished in the last you know 14 days, um, but he was an extremely smart businessman. Um, you know, Prince was of course an iconic legend, but there's lots of people out there who had you know, seven hit albums three decades ago that have faded away to obscurity, spent all of their money, you know, not maintained the level of, uh, of financial security that they had back in the day. Not the case with Prince. He's only built his fortune, despite the fact that Prince, you know, he puts out albums, but he's not what he was in the 80s, you know, selling millions and millions of albums as, you know, he's he's basically leveraged his, his fame and his, uh, his assets and, it, you know, he's... You know, he's a very, very intelligent businessman, which leads me to believe what kind of intelligent businessman doesn't write a will? Well, Howard Hughes was a very successful businessman also, and he didn't write a will. I thought he wrote we like 40 wills. So. Well, <laughs> yeah, but uh, what was proved up to be the will, right. was it his will, was it not his will, was it the last will and testament? So there were a lot of uh, facts that came into it. That, and I remember back uh, after uh, Mr. Hughes died, uh, a lot of the attorneys here in town had people come in that were allegedly uh, natural heirs of Howard Hughes. Right. I know it's... even in my office I had a person come in and claim that, that she was a natural heir of Howard Hughes and had some right to the estate. So this became a very complex thing, and there wasn't any particular will that mentioned anybody. And it was... it was. Uh... Did she turn out to be a natural heir of Howard Hughes? According to her, yes, but according to the courts, no. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's kind of interesting. That would have been cool if you'd have found the, the natural heir to Howard Hughes. But um, anyway, so, you know, we're talking about this, you know, uh, I, I guess maybe when somebody is uh, very successful and living their day-to-day -day life, I guess it's a common trap to fall in to think that you're going to live forever and that you don't need to take care of this today. And I understand he was only in his 50s, so he probably felt that he was going to last forever. Yeah, exactly. You know, the you know, he's 
uh, you know, some details are coming out about his death that may or may not be true. But he didn't have the reputation of, you know, the the, the rock star reputation uh, of the, you know, like, you know, the heavy drug abuse or any of that stuff. But, you know, who knows what's what's really happening in the private life of somebody like that. So uh, what's what's the next step in this process? They've had the initial hearing. The the trust has been named as the special administrator. There's several heirs. What's next? Okay, now there is an administrator, which is good, because every estate needs someone that has court authority to act for and in behalf of a prince. And that is done by a probate court that uh, uh, will appoint someone in the absence of it. Well, even if the uh, person's in, named in the will, the court still is the one that appoints. Right. And... Uh, uh, it sounds like a trust company there with some kind of a reputation in uh, in Minnesota had gotten the job to be that person. And it's good that a professional is now stepping in to handle it because there are lots of issues that, that come up. And the first one is, what do, what do they have in the way of assets? They One of the responsibilities is to ferret out what there are in the way of assets. And this can be very difficult. You say that he had a warehouse of a lot of different things. All of that needs to be inventoried and accounted for. And that's one of their first responsibilities. When we come back, we'll be talking more about the, the case of Prince Rogers Nelson, the musician Prince and his estate, which is being contested at this time on Ask the Experts. Is it being contested? Now back to Ask the Experts on News Talk 720, KDWN. Welcome back. We're talking to Brian Lowe of Brian A. Lowe & Associates. If you have a question for Brian, please give us a call or a text on the Centennial Toyota Talk and Text Line at 702-257-5396. We are talking about Prince, Prince Rogers Nelson, who recently died at the age of 57. Of course, everybody knows Prince. And he left an estimated estate of about $300 million. Of course, all of that is in existing business deals. It's in real property. It's in cash. It's in who knows whatever a rock star keeps in his massive secret vault inside of his secret complex. Uh, and, uh, you know, I said before we went to the break that the will is being contested, and that was inaccurate. Um, it, it They've just started the process of probate because uh, Prince uh, died intestate, which means that he died without a will, supposedly. Uh, let me ask you this. So uh, the bank has been appointed as the special administrator. Okay. We've got the full sister. We've got the five half siblings, most of whom have signed off on this. Uh, there is one holdout. It doesn't necessarily mean he's against the the uh, administrator of the estate, but what does that mean if somebody doesn't sign off on the special administrator of the estate? It's the court that makes the uh, the nominee. I mean, the appointment. Right. And uh, you know. It, the court will evaluate everything. He probably had the opportunity to come in and contest the appointment of that bank if he so desired and, and give his reasons why he uh, didn't want them to be appointed. But the court ultimately has to make that decision. And in a case this size, the, 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 the estate is better off by getting someone appointed early so that you can... Uh, uh, ferret out what all the assets are and secure them and make sure they aren't walking away uh, in some way or they're losing value in some way. So now there's an administrator. 
So, uh, you know, we, we've entered into the process of probate, and which, by the way, seems absolutely crazy that somebody as successful and intelligent as uh, Prince was reported to be would die without a will. But as we've said before, you don't live forever, and a lot of people fall into that trap of thinking that, oh, I've got plenty of time. I'm sure you've run into that a lot in your career. Yes, everyone that dies uh, thought they were going to live longer. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so I, um, you know, so... Prince's estate is sitting there right now. He has a record company, uh, which is obviously a living, breathing entity of existing deals and and schedules and and work. Uh, you know, it, has that all come to a stop? Uh, you know, it's you know, there's there's companies involved here. I'm sure he had more, at least one company, maybe more than one company that ran his business for him. Yeah, and part of. Uh his assets, let's say, are those businesses, but it, within the business, there may be business agreements and there may be uh, stockholders and there may be uh, managers of it that will continue to operate it in the most profitable way that they can, they can run the business until it can be sold or uh, liquidated in some way so that the estate can take the money or that that business can be turned over to the natural heirs. So in the probate process, uh, that's a very, very interesting the way that you put that. It can be liquidated or it could be sold in some way. Is there any scenario where the business would keep running uh, and and the heirs would benefit from the profitability of the ongoing business? Do sure. they all have to agree on that? Well, generally they have to agree, but, uh, uh, you know, it's probably in everybody's best interest that the business, the one that has been established and has been successful in the past, continue on to capitalize on Prince's ability to produce records and, and uh, items that the public likes. And well, they can continue to market it, just like uh, in Elvis Presley's case, uh, uh, Graceland and other things was an asset of the estate mm -hmm. and and his heirs were able to capitalize on it not directly but because it's continued to be used as a as a profitable venture uh, it's, it would be interesting to see if uh, something like that Graceland model happens with Paisley Park. It is a famous place. People, you know, he held concerts there. It's uh, you know, but it was also his private residence. Um, you know, and what I'm already starting to see is one half brother was quoted in the news today as saying, "Well, I I would release all of Prince's music so that the public can hear it." Um, that's not necessarily a very smart business decision, as it so happens. I mean, honestly, if you wanted to really, like you say, capitalize on that that uh, wealth of, of... He's got 100 albums, supposedly, of music just waiting to be released. And he even was on The View not that long ago saying he may not live to release all of that music. Uh, if you release it all at once, it's probably not worth as much as if you release one every couple of years forever. Sure, and that's a that's a business judgment, and and there are some good businessmen and some bad businessmen, and you have to make the decision that will uh, provide the the most you can for those heirs. And well, you know, and we also have to consider that the the court may decide to give all you know to to. to divide the, the, the estate up and give it, say, for instance, all to his sister, who may not be a good business person. That's true. And remember this, that each one of those albums that he produced has some value to it. Right. We just don't know what that value is. It may be less if it's, everything is, is uh, released at one time. It may be more if it goes on forever. And so 
or it could be worth more if it was all sold right now. Right. But if by doing nothing with those albums, it's not cash. Right. And what we have is we've got a huge estate that taxes have to be paid on. Everything over $5.4 million in in estate value, mm-hmm. he's going to be paying 40% of that value to Uncle Sam. And that is all... Right off the top. That is all due and payable nine months from date of death. So what you're saying, because we're talking about a $300 million estate, so the $5 million is a very small percentage. You're basically so talking 40%. Of the entire estate, so we're talking $130 million, has to be paid in taxes nine months from yesterday. Yes. Now, there are uh, IRS... Uh, statutes and regulations that that allow people that do not have the liquidity to pay that tax mm-hmm. to pay it over a 10-year period of time. Okay. And if you qualify for that, then you get a 10-year payout. But even then, you're talking a significant amount of money and you're going to have to manage those assets in such a way that it will pro- provide the cash flow to pay off those loans. And the I mean, es- it becomes a loan to the, to the U.S. government. So the estate, the, the Bremer Trust administrating the estate, will have to somehow figure out a way to either essentially finance that or pay it uh, before the heirs get anything. Well... Yes, Uncle Sam doesn't want it all given away to the heirs and right. have the heirs uh, uh, burn it up, and then they are left out without paying the tax. So there are some limitations that would be placed on them until the taxes are paid. So, you know, uh, wow, that that's changes it quite a bit. You know, if dividing $300 million six ways is a lot different than dividing $140 million six ways or $150 million six ways. Um, so in this, in this particular situation, now, uh, you know, when, when, okay, let's just say they liquidate the whole estate. They pay 40% away in taxes. Everybody gets an equal share of, uh, of the uh, estate. Then they pay taxes on it as well, correct? No. Well, in some states, in the state of Nevada, we do not have an inheritance tax. Okay. We just have the federal estate tax, which is that 40% that we talked about. But in Minnesota, I don't know whether they have an inheritance tax or not. They may, they may have. And anyone that inherits in an inheritance tax state, lives in an inheritance tax state, is going to have to pay another tax for the inheritance that they receive. So I was just trying to quickly Google whether Minnesota had a uh, an inheritance tax. I wasn't able to pull it up in time. But let's just assume that they do. They that you know they may have an inheritance tax. Uh, this is one of the things that we've talked about, and over the over the weeks and months that we've been doing this show about trying to protect the people who are going to inherit your estate. Uh, there are things that could have been done on the part of Prince's estate to protect them from these taxes. Correct? Sure. You bet. What What's an example of something like that? So, you know, you want your, your sister to, or, you know, you want your half, let's say the half siblings. You want them to inherit some money, but they're not in a position to pay a large amount of tax. What would you do? Well, you could put them in, put it into trust. Mm-hmm. Instead of dis, uh, distributing it all out to them, it could sit in trust and could provide uh, income for them for uh, their lifetime. 
and but they just can't take the principal out. Right. Maybe you would give them a power of attorney, a power of appointment, so that it would be included in their estate, so that you don't have a generation skipping tax, which is a, an additional tax that's added on to the estate tax, which is an additional forty percent for generation skipping. But you can set it up in different ways. You could uh, use with proper planning charitable organizations, which could provide a, a Prince foundation mm-hmm. that would go on in perpetuity and do the things that Prince maybe wanted to, to do during his lifetime and still give a significant amount to his natural heirs, his, his half siblings and his, his full blood siblings. Now who takes between those siblings? That's going to be determined by Minnesota law. And if Minnesota law says a half-sibling takes the same as a full-sibling, then everyone's going to be possibly taking equally. And there may be some child out there. Right. It's that we don't know about. Sure, it's not unheard of. That's right. And, and let's say that child pops up a, a year from now, and now that child becomes the sole heir to right to it um, so that could t- that could possibly knock out everyone it could knock everybody out you bet that's interesting and so how how much do the laws vary from state to state state excuse me state to state how, is it is it that is it that different in the state in another state than it would be in Nevada as far as a half sibling versus a full sibling is it is it that common that for the laws to vary that much sure you bet Hmm. And one state can be completely different than the other 49 states. Uh, one, uh, one state may be uh, with the 49 other states, but are not like 49 other states and be a state of their own. It's, uh, it's a know, mess is what it is. It's all a matter of uh, state law. We'll be back in just a moment on Ask the Experts with Brian A. Lowe of Brian A. Lowe & Associates. If you have a question for Brian, please give us a call or a text on the Centennial Toyota text line at 702-257-5396. Now back to Ask the Experts on News Talk 720 KDWN. Welcome back. I'm Brian Black talking to Brian A. Lowe of Brian A. Lowe and Associates. We're talking about, well, just the same thing that everybody else has been talking about. Prince, his death, his estate, he died without a will, supposedly. And now uh, the, the case has gone to probate. And uh, anybody out there, you don't have to be a rock star. You don't have to be a celebrity. You you may have amassed a pretty nice uh, living for yourself, uh, a nice estate, and if you don't plan for the future, you may be subjecting your your children, your sisters, your brothers, your parents, whoever may you you may leave behind. You may be suggest- subjecting them to a pretty awful process. Sure. Now, you know, during your lifetime, you may have said to to someone, you know, when when I die, I want my guitar to go to you. I want you to have it. Right. And so you tell them that they're going to get it. You promise them, but then. You die, and what happens? It's not in writing. Sure. There's no testamentary document that says that the the guitar is supposed to go to you, and you get wiped out. Well, and the other thing is is that, you know, and I've had some personal experience with this. Uh, your favorite uncle tells you, you know, I want you to have the car, you know, when I pass on. But then years go by. And maybe he promises it to someone else or, you know what I'm saying, or forgets that he said so. Or, or even, if, even if he promised it and didn't deliver it, it's still part of the estate. 
And in most states, there is no, there's nothing that can be done with an oral will. Right. Well, you <laughs> and know, that's an oral will. A will generally has to be documented. It has to be witnessed. It has to be put into place. And if you're, if you don't have a will, and there you have probatable assets, now you go through an intestacy, which is a, a an administration of the estate, and if you didn't have your own will, the state statute has provided a will for you. And whatever the statute says, the succession, succession laws of that state will determine who will inherit. And a, a promise made by the decedent before he died or she died is worth nothing. One thing that uh, we talked about in the last segment was the fact that the uh, heirs may be subject to an inheritance tax. Uh, did a quick little search, and it turns out that the state of Minnesota does not have an inheritance tax. We also don't have an inheritance tax here in Nevada, but you raised an interesting point. Yes. Now, it's where the uh, heir lives. That is the state that has the ability to collect an inheritance tax from that individual. So let's say Minnesota does not have an inheritance tax, which you checked and you said that they don't. But let's say they live in Pennsylvania that has an inheritance tax. Then when that money is paid out to them, right. then Pennsylvania has a right to collect an inheritance tax. Let me ask you this. Uh, let's, say, let's say you were about to inherit $50 million because you're Prince's half-brother and you live in Pennsylvania, and you think it's going to happen, can you pick up and move to Minnesota and not pay that tax? Yes, you can. Okay, so as long as, as you move... To, as long as you didn't inherit it while you lived in the state, it, it's, it's difficult for them to collect. So if any of you are listening right now, you're, if you're a half-brother or sister of Prince, <laughs> move to Minnesota. <laughs> that was our whole purpose in the show today, is to or give Nevada. that valuable advice. Yeah, Nevada <laughs> yeah. would be good, too. We would, we would enjoy your presence here. Um, so you know, right now, the, uh, the bank is the administrator of the estate. They, are, they have acknowledged that all of the heirs that they know of are present and accounted for. Uh, what what's going to happen when when it comes down to actually divvying up the estate? Now, in in your experience as with a bank as an administrator and the court making the decisions, do you think they're going to liquidate everything? Don't know. You know, if he has uh, the three hundred million that he has in his facility there in Minnesota, if it's uh, you know very liquid. Let's say 150 million of it is just sitting there, right, in, in the cash, vault. yeah, in the vault. Then they could pay the tax and they could be off and running. Now, with proper planning, he may have uh, purchased some life insurance, and let's say an irrevocable life insurance trust, mm -hmm. which would not be included in his estate. Then maybe he had provided for the payment of of taxes with that life insurance policy. Maybe he had $130 million in life insurance and an irrevocable life insurance trust that is just sitting there to pay the taxes when he died. We don't know that. Well, that's very interesting. I wouldn't have thought that you would be able to do that, but you sure. could in fact have a have a an insurance policy that could pay your 40% when you go if you have an estate larger than 5.4 million. Yeah, and it's just not life insurance. You've got to set it up as into an irrevocable trust that is not part of the decedent's estate because normally life insurance is part of the decedent's estate. Right. So if he had $300 million in the vault 
and uh, uh, $130 million in life insurance in his own name, now his estate is worth $430 million. Right, okay. So that just raised the taxes. So you, he would have, he, you know, with proper planning with an estate that size, we would have probably set up an irrevocable life insurance trust and have a trust which he would make a contribution to each year to pay the premium. Right. And would, he would not own it. It would be irrevocably given away. Then the life insurance trust would receive the $130 million, and the $130 million then could be paid out of the life insurance trust to pay the taxes. See, that is a huge difference. I mean, I don't know how much that would cost uh, to have a $130 million life insurance policy. Um, and but he to- was a clean liver. You know, he, sure. he was pretty healthy with all the uh, high-energy performances he had and everything. He probably was in pretty good shape. Uh, we don't know really, maybe we do know by now uh, what killed him, but uh, uh, I understand that he was in pretty good shape. Sure. So, and he was young. He was in his 50s. And so over the last 30 years, he was in those young ages where the premium rates wouldn't have been all that high. Right. And he may have had a substantial amount. And again, everything is relative. You say, well, it would cost a fortune for the premium. Well, it wouldn't but, cost $130 million. But if you have $300 million, sure. relatively, you know, maybe paying uh, $130,000 a year sure. is next to nothing. Well, yeah, especially, I mean, that's really only a few million dollars over the course of your lifetime right? To in order to save 40% of your estate from going to taxes. So I, it, I guess the real takeaway from that point is that there is a way to plan so that you everything you've worked for, regardless of whether it's $10 million, $1 million, or $300 million, doesn't go away when you die. That's right. So, you know, it's, 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 it's fascinating to me that, uh, as I've said twice before in this show, that someone who is as savvy a businessman as Prince would not have made these plans. And I guess it's early in the process. Would it, would it have come out by now? If he if he really had all this stuff, not necessarily. Sometimes it takes a long time, and that's why the the courts are anxious to get a special administrator appointed, because probably they appointed a special administrator because they couldn't appoint a general administrator yet until time goes by and they ferret out where maybe his documents are. Maybe there right. is a will somewhere. Maybe he had set up a trust. Maybe the, all of his record collection is in a trust that is going to be given to a foundation that he created inside of his trust, right. which would go on in perpetuity uh, for the benefit of the foundation, but taking a good portion of that estate outside of taxes. Because when he created that foundation in a trust, then he wouldn't have to pay taxes on that amount. So, you know, all of these things that we're talking about, it's very important to realize that all of this is planning. At the moment of your death, it becomes moot what you should have done. And then, then you know, these things that you can't, a trust can't be created after you die. Correct. That's correct. The administrator can't do that. They they can't put these things into motion to protect your assets in the same way that you could the moment before you died. Well, you can create trust after the the uh, uh, death, but you can, uh, but you're creating a trust for the benefit of someone else. Right. 
but you still have to go through that administration, pay the taxes, do all of these other good things. And if the the uh, uh, six or seven siblings all d- say, hey, we want to keep it all intact, we want it all controlled by one trustee, and it'll be for the benefit of, of all of us and we'll take our share every year, they can set up a trust and do that. But it's no longer Prince's trust. It is their trust. When we return, we'll be talking a little bit more about the unfortunate circumstances uh, surrounding dying without a will with Brian A. Lowe of Brian A. Lowe & Associates. If you have a question for Brian, please give us a call at 702-257-5396. Now back to Ask the Experts on News Talk 720 KDWN. Welcome back. I'm Brian Black talking to Brian Lowe of Brian A. Lowe & Associates. We have a call from Lee has a question for Mr. Lowe regarding the Prince Estate. Are you there, Lee? Yes, I am. Thank you for taking my call. Mr. Lowe had a question in regard to the Prince Estate. Yes, Lee. You were saying that if he had life insurance, that could pay the taxes. But uh, they're doing the investigation uh, and the autopsy, and if they find that there are drugs involved, would that negate? possibly the life insurance? No, in most states, if a person buys life insurance and it stays in existence for two years, uh-huh. then even with a, uh, uh, a suicide, they still, uh, they still will accept it. Oh, so yeah, but if he had just bought it and it was within the two-year frame, there's a possibility. Yeah, there's a possibility that yeah. they could say that it wasn't fully disclosed and right. it, it uh, was avoided the contract because they didn't disclose it. I see. Okay. Well, Let me ask I, you a question, Lee. Um, sure. are, are you one of the half-brothers and sisters of, of Prince? Uh, unfortunately, no. But okay. <laughs> I was just yeah. going to say, because I'm yeah. sure Mr. Lowe would like to take you on as a client. Uh, I, I, I'm, I'm sure that would be a wonderful opening. But, uh, no, but it's a very interesting case, and I'm glad you all are discussing it today. It's very interesting. Thank you. Well, thank, thank you, you very Lee. much, Lee. So, you know, when we're talking about uh, that's a very interesting and nobody at this point thinks that that Prince committed suicide. It's, it's you know, it's pretty well documented what happened up leading up to the point. They they do say that there may be a chance that it was uh, a drug related, you know, maybe pain pills, something like that. Um, but that's an interesting fact that I didn't know. So if you have life insurance that is in existence for two years in most states, then it's not the classic you know, I'm going to kill myself, so I'll buy some life insurance for my family. It doesn't, the life insurance company doesn't view it as fraud in that way. That's correct. And it may be, but they say, you know, anyone that's going to commit suicide will generally do it uh, shortly after buying the life insurance. Right. And two years is a, is a reasonable period of time. And if it's in force for, for two years and it's, uh, they paid the premium, then they accept the liability to pay that out. So, uh, you know, my, my, uh, I guess this gets more into a, a, um, uh, a corporate situation rather than an estate planning situation. I just can't imagine uh, Prince's sister and his five half-siblings getting together to form a corporation to run uh, his estate. You know, it, it, it seems like there's going to be somebody who just wants a check, wouldn't you think? In these situations? But remember, it's all the number of zeros on that check. Right. And if a trust or a trustee or some investment company can take that 
and properly manage it. Mm -hmm. And I'm not saying that these siblings cannot manage an estate, but uh, oftentimes they would have to go to a professional manager. So if you have it properly managed and everyone's happy with that management and it's managed for you and you get a check off of that, your return on it. Sure. uh, You know, instead of there maybe being... uh, seven zeros maybe it's high six zeros right (laughs) yeah that's a that's a that's a very good point and plus a 300 million dollar estate is great uh it's not great if half of it goes to taxes and everybody splits it up and they they fiddle it away and you know what i'm saying and it becomes very small amounts of money divided under a lot of people however a 300 dollar a 300 million dollar estate which is a a living entity which is a company uh could produce money for those heirs in perpetuity, correct? That is correct. So, you know, it's, well, I guess not it's not in perpetuity. Because okay. uh, there, every state has, through common law, this thing called the rule against perpetuities. And so if oh. they have a uh, an estate of their portion of that trust, mm-hmm. then it has to vest in a life and being within a certain period of time, a reasonable period of time. And under the common law, that means within 21 years of the death of lives and being at the time it was established. So I, I guess it's it's possible that, you know, once the court decides exactly how this is to be distributed according to law, if no will is discovered, if no other heirs are discovered, uh, the taxes are paid, that these these siblings could get together and form that corporation or form that trust in order to, to keep the, the business running, basically. Yeah, they'd probably want to create a, uh, a trust because a corporation is taxed differently. There's double taxation and a lot of other things that... Probably you would have a trust, and maybe the trust would would have different entities within that trust. Some of it, maybe an operating company would be a corporation and something like this, but uh, they probably wouldn't create a corporation. So, you know, I, you know, of course we're talking about Prince. I mean, his name is Prince. You know, it's, it's, it's every, like Elvis. Yeah. Everyone Prince, knows Elvis. Prince. You know, he's very rich. He's very sure. famous. He's, he's very, he's iconic, you know, not just a rich guy. He's, he's, he's somebody that people have, have known their whole lives. Uh, and I guess maybe that creates a little bit of a disconnect when somebody listening to the radio right now is thinking about, well, that's Prince. You know, he had hundreds of millions of dollars. You know, that's, you know, that's never going to happen to me. I'm not going to pay $140 million in taxes because my will hasn't been uh, properly planned. But if someone, you know, is, is, you know, living in the state of Nevada right now, they have assets that they need to protect, correct? I mean, if you've got a family and you've got anything, it's got to go somewhere. Everything is relative. I mean, to, to me, Three hundred million dollar estate is is huge. Sure, it's more than I would ever make in my life. Right, but to Prince, it was what he developed by the time he was in his mid fifty uh, mid fifties. Right, everybody is relative. It all comes down to a hundred percent of what you've got, and what you want to do with that hundred percent of what you got after you die. So, Where is it going to go? And you know, uh, you know these, you know, the idea of uh, planning for life insurance for people to help them avoid uh, the estate being taxed, and uh, you know, we've talked about this before on the show. These are things that the average person can do. Yeah, and you know, sometimes if the estate is their overall estate is worth less than five point four million, 
then maybe that life insurance is still needed because they need the liquidity to take care of a spouse or children or put their grandchildren through college or any number of things. So there are lots of th- factors that come into an estate plan. So, you know, I, you know, I would imagine that, you know, say there's a guy out there right now who he doesn't have $300 million, but he has a sister and five half-siblings and maybe a couple of kids. He can come into your office today and plan for their future. That's correct. And as long that, as they're alive and they have capacity. The um, and when you say capacity, what do you what are we exactly talking about? They know what they own in the way of assets. Okay. They know who their heirs are and what they want to do with those assets. Mm-hmm. Basically, that is what is con- uh, considered what they need to know to do estate planning. And so, you know, uh, we've talked about it many times on the show, but it bears repeating to come into your office, to make that appointment, to call 702-259-0002, Brian A. Lowe and Associates. If you come into the door, it doesn't cost you anything to talk the first time, right? That is correct. And this is a comprehensive uh, conversation that you'll be having as well. It's not just a, oh, well, the first consultation's free, but it's only one minute long and it's with one of my assistants. Yeah, don't don't plan on coming in for 30 minutes. Okay. you're, you're going to have a lot of questions, I and mean, there's going to be a lot of questions, and because of those questions, there are going to be answers. With those answers, we can determine what kind of plan that we can suggest, and then they will determine, yeah, this sounds good to me. And, you know, and at that point is when you lay out, well, this is what we're going to do and this is how much it's going to cost. That is correct. So, you know, uh, you know, you may not have three hundred million dollars. You may not have 100 albums waiting to be released in your secret vault. By the way, I have this whole theory that the uh, the location of the will is embedded in a secret code that is on all of those albums and that you have to listen (laughs) to those albums to get the clues. And then you find the will and whoever finds the will gets all the money. That's my (laughs) that's my theory right now. That's what I'm working with. But you're a dream. <laughs> in case that doesn't come to pass, then perhaps, you know, maybe doing a little bit of estate planning might be better for my family than banking on the hope that I get Prince's estate by finding the secret code, right? Right. So, <laughs> sorry. So, you know, if you have questions for Brian A. Lowe, Brian A. Lowe and Associates, if you are looking to, uh, you know, plan your estate, take care of your family, get some life insurance in place. You don't sell life insurance, but no, you, we do not. You, 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 you know the value of, of the different factors that you can use to, to plan an estate that it's, will take care of your family and, you know, pay as little taxes as possible. Yeah, we look at all kinds of investments, uh, insurance. We don't sell any investments. We don't sell life insurance. But we see all of these as tools in completing a proper estate plan. So if you... Well, I'm not going to say if you. You are in need of estate planning, whoever you are. It doesn't hurt you to give them a call at 702-259-0002. Make an appointment with Brian A. Lowe & Associates. You will speak to Brian A. Lowe of Brian A. Lowe & Associates, and he will be able to tell you what is your best course of action. Thank you, Brian. We appreciate the conversation today. It's been fun.